Hey there, Jody Vance in for Jill this week. If you're trying to keep up to speed on how the COVID-19 pandemic is hitting, not just here in BC or even nationally across Canada, but really globally, you want to know what's happening on the planet, you should be following the social media feed of our next guest. He's a former colleague right here at CKNW, now residing in Denmark. I'm speaking about, of course, a familiar name to you. Freelance journalist Shane Woodford is on the line. Hey, Shane, thanks for uh, working late for us today. (laughs) <laughs> Always a pleasure, Jody. Great to hear your voice. I'm glad to talk with you. Of course, I'm following along on your Twitter feed. You keep us up to date on really so many locales. But today, I really want to speak to you specifically about what is happening in Denmark with regard to AstraZeneca as part of their vaccine rollout. Can you set the table for us? Yeah, back on March 11th, uh, Denmark press pause and AstraZeneca put doses on the shelf back in the freezer. Um, after a couple of cases of rare side effects, uh, blood clotting gets kind of the spotlight here, Jody, but it's a little more complex than that. It's, um, blood, it's a combination of blood clotting in unusual places and then conversely blood not clotting where it should, so uh, bleeding in places uh, and then low blood platelet count, which can be and has been uh, in some cases here in Europe and in one case specifically in Denmark, uh, been very fatal. So that array of rare side effects began popping up in Denmark, in Germany, uh, Norway, France, Italy, uh, and it kind of spread from there. And Denmark decided that was it, that they were going to press pause in this thing. And then today they held a press conference. And quite frankly, I was a little surprised with the direction it took. I was sort of anticipating um, uh, a restart of the AstraZeneca vaccination with some rules about who exactly could have it. But today, uh, they came out and they said that uh, combined with uh, the Norwegian Health Institute uh, and uh, the Denmark's National Health Board, that they have done a deep dive into uh, the AstraZeneca vaccination side effects and determined that the risk is actually a lot more uh, real than they initially thought. Uh, the figure they used today is the risk of rare side effects is one in 40,000 vaccinated. And Denmark decided that uh, that was enough for them, and they have kicked AstraZeneca to the curb. They have wiped it off the vaccination schedule. They will not be using it anymore. Okay, so Shane, so people who got the first dose of AstraZeneca, what happens to them now? Yeah, that is a bit of a question. There's 149,000 people in Denmark who've had a first AstraZeneca dose. Um, I'm a little unclear on how that's going forward. The only thing we know for now is that, uh, according to the National Health Institute here, that sometime, quote-unquote, later they will be offered another vaccine. What's unclear is, uh, because the science on sort of switching doses from one to the other is super unclear, the World Health, the World Health Organization, Joey, just came out within the last few days and said that there is no scientific evidence to back up the ability to have a first dose of one vaccine and a second of another and still have any kind of efficacy against uh, the coronavirus. So, Uh, What I'm unclear on is when they say they're going to be offered another vaccine later, do they mean a second dose of another vaccine thinking that will do? Or whether the 149,000 people in Denmark who've had a first dose will sort of um, somehow have to restart with another vaccine. I'm not sure how that would work, but that is a bit of a question mark right now. Now, is there anything, and you're not a physician, obviously, we're with Shane Woodford, who's a freelance journalist, formerly here at in CKNW, now based in Denmark. Denmark is the country that has, as you said, kicked AstraZeneca to the curb for the time being uh, because of some of the reported side effects and the numbers being very different than what we're hearing here. You know, uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry here has said, you know, very rare 
instances of these side effects, and these side effects are treatable uh, if caught. Uh, certainly, there have been a couple of tragic deaths, um, but that yes, as, as recently as yesterday, it was like this is one in a million. Now it's one in forty thousand in Denmark. That. That's a significant jump and bump in, in what we're learning yeah. today. What about Johnson & Johnson? Similar issues in the United States with, with the J&J single-dose vaccine and having uh, clots related to that. Are, are these two similar in any way in, in the reactions? Do we know? Yeah, so the Johnson & Johnson vaccine picture here in Europe is a little more complicated. The uh, European Union um, granted that particular vaccine a green light uh, about a month ago, but however, no doses uh, as of yesterday had arrived in Europe. They were supposed to arrive this week, and then we would begin Johnson and Johnson vaccine doses. So the news of what happened in the United States uh, was the worst possible timing from a European yeah. perspective because they were banking on having another wave of a fresh vaccine finally arrive after a month delay from being approved. Uh, so what's happened here, Jody, is uh, immediately after the situation in the United States with six cases of, of blood clotting after vaccination, uh, Johnson & Johnson has suspended its European rollout of the vaccine, although there are already some doses apparently uh, en route because Denmark received 38,000 doses this morning, which was something of a surprise. They weren't expecting them until next week. So uh, in the case of Denmark and any other country in Europe that has received doses, uh, those will be put into the freezer until the European Medicines Agency does a safety review based on the cases out of the United States. And we're told uh, as of a couple hours ago uh, that the EMA will clarify their position on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine as of next week. It's a good idea to remind everybody that all of these vaccines are on emergency use right now. And the, the fact yeah. that things are getting flagged the way they are means the system is working. Uh, everybody is yeah. paying astute and acute attention to what is happening here with the rollout of all of these vaccines. Um, it's, it's really quite, as you said, it's unfortunate timing because w vaccine uptake, like people being fearful of all vaccines suddenly because of some of these side effects. One last question for you with regard to what's happening in Denmark, yeah. Shane. Is it primarily women yeah, it's, uh, that's a bit of a double-sided coin, too. So the, the EMA has really said, listen, we can't say that a specific risk group is this. But uh, today in Denmark, um, one of the health officials that was speaking, uh, the head of the Danish Medicines Agency, Tanya Lund Erickson, um, basically said, yeah, we can't specifically say this group is at risk. But I can tell you that it doesn't take too much investigation to kind of figure out uh, that it's women under the age of 60 that are generally coming down with this. And it's interesting too, Jody, because in stopping the AstraZeneca vaccine here in Denmark, that has not been the call uh, in other European countries, not the call in Sweden, uh, not the call in Finland. Uh, mm -hmm. What those countries have done is in order to accelerate the vaccination program, uh, they have chosen to restrict vaccine use of the AstraZeneca vaccine to those over the age of 60. And therefore you're out of the danger zone because um, every single case of these rare side effects has been somebody under the age of 60. As we just talked about, most of them, almost all of them, in fact, have been women. Great intel. As always, Shane Woodford, I appreciate you taking some time for us today uh, so much. Thanks for doing this. Anytime you call, I'm there. You stay safe.